Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Shore Store. I'm your host, Justine, and happy Thanksgiving to all of my American friends out there. Um, Thanksgiving isn't as big of a thing in Canada, and we actually have our Thanksgiving in October. So half the time on Thanksgiving, I don't even know like what's going on. I never think about it until I like go online and see stuff about it or whatever or hear someone else say it. So happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody has a great day and eats lots of food and has lots of drinks. And um, yeah, my Thanksgiving day plans. I am headed to the big city of Toronto with my best friend Jamie and we're going to see Mean Girls the Musical We had this planned since September, I think, because her and I went to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child in September, and um, that was where we saw, like, the flyer and stuff that Mean Girls was coming, and we were like, oh my god, what a great night out, let's go to the city, stay over, all that stuff, so I'm getting ready to do that later today, I'm so excited, and of course, before that, My fucking Buffalo Bills are playing today at 1230 as well. So we're leaving after the game, of course. I was like, listen, bitch, we have two options. We're either going to leave after the game ends or we could leave like fourth quarter, especially if it's a blowout. And uh, or we can go really early to the city and watch the game at a bar or something. We're leaving after the game. And yeah, I'm excited. It should be good. And what else is new? Oh, I watched the season finale of the Kardashians on Hulu season two. And wow, what a fucking dud. Literally nothing happened the entire season. It was very weird how they did this season, how they had like the birth of Chloe's baby as the first episode and had all the drama and her discussing everything with Tristan that first episode. And then all of a sudden it was just like, okay, and then this is like the six months leading up to that. And then we literally just saw, what, 10, 11 episodes of nothing. And it was really annoying because for the trailer for this episode, they made it seem like we were going to find out the name of at least Chloe's baby and they didn't like I don't know Chris kind of said oh you should name him Rob Kardashian Thompson and call him like just call him Rob and so I'm wondering if Chloe did name her baby Rob I I wouldn't be surprised but it wasn't really confirmed and then it was just Kylie being like as far as you guys are concerned my baby's name is still Wolf and I'm gonna give the name maybe next season I'll give it to you guys like what the fuck was that whatever it's over and done with and I'm the one that's still watching that shit I'm the only person I know that actually watches it weekly as it comes out and I don't care I love it it puts me in a good mood it relaxes me I have no idea why I just love it it's like maybe it's the whole like watching this unattainable lifestyle of like literally having people cook for you and clean for you and like pick out your outfits for you and having like 10 different makeup and hairstylists like follow you absolutely everywhere you go it's crazy however I do really feel bad for the people that work for Courtney because that shit with her and Travis in Italy that was like the biggest cringe ever and that's the other piss off like we had all that lead up like last season we saw him propose this season we saw them go to Italy to do their wedding um their try on I was gonna call it like a try on haul Jesus Christ try on 
her wedding dress and his tux and we didn't even get to see the wedding are you fucking kidding me i at least want to see mark hoppus in italy for travis barker's wedding i don't know another kind of cool thing though that travis and courtney are together and watching it on the show is like meet the barkers was one of the first reality shows i ever watched like along with like the osbournes and you know if you want to consider American Idol a reality show stuff like that and um and it's crazy because on Meet the Barkers we saw Landon and Alabama being born and of course Atiana was only a little girl and now on the Kardashians they're like full-blown adults like it is absolutely crazy how it's all come so full circle and you know I'm such a sucker for watching kids grow up on reality tv clearly but Enough about all of that. Let's get to Jersey Shore. And I decided to just go back to these throwback episodes, stop dicking around with what I was doing. And I'm going to get, I think I have three more episodes either after this or including this. I'm not quite sure of season five. So I'm going to recap this episode, season five, episode eight, Sharp Objects. I'm going to recap this by myself and then for my remaining episodes, I'm going to get some guests on and then we're going to go from there. I'm working on a Jersey Shore Zodiac sign episode, an astrology episode, and I'm kind of gathering my information together. It's going to be at least another couple weeks before I can like put it all together and figure out how I'm going to do it, but I've been looking up all the cast birth charts and going over it and there is a lot of really interesting stuff especially with Mike yeah I can't wait to do that and we're gonna get into this episode recap but really quickly before we do weekly on my patreon I am recapping the current season of teen mom the next chapter I do that weekly and I also talk about my favorite moments of girls night in And as well, I'm currently recapping on their Jersey Shore Family Vacation Season 2, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I got a lot of really good episodes. I think I have around 200 episodes on Patreon at this point. It's a lot. I have episodes on Euphoria, Siesta Key, Vanderpump Rules. I have, of course, episodes on the Kardashians. Just so much, so much stuff. All of Snooki and Jay, well, Snooki and Jay Wow seasons one and two. I have a bunch of stuff, so you guys should head over to Patreon if you're not already a member because that's where the real fun happens and that's where the tea gets spilled and all of that stuff. So that's patreon.com slash shorejustine. And now that I'm done being annoying with all that, now I will get to the episode. It's Jersey Shore season five, episode eight, Sharp Objects. So the episode starts off at Karma and there's like some guy trying to talk to Jenny. He's like, yo, Jay, wow. He's like pulling on her dress and everything. So Roger pushes him, kind of giving him a warning. The guy swings at Roger, which is a really stupid fucking move. Roger swings back and knocks him out. The guy, not a full-blown Ronnie, like that's one shot kid, but very, very close. The guy almost gets knocked out. Of course, however, Roger doesn't get kicked out of karma. The other guy does. But at the same time, everyone decides it's time to leave. In my opinion, I think this scene is like producers being like, okay, shit is getting out of hand. Maybe something else happened that we didn't see. Um, Because they also take a taxi back to the house. And 
as you guys know from watching the show and listening to my recaps, most of the time they would walk back to the house because it was so late at night and they literally live a block away from the, from karma. So probably something happened. People were maybe harassing them. They probably made them get in a taxi slash producer car for their own safety. Gianni is with Snooki and they're walking up to the house. He keeps saying, I got to eat something. I... I really got to eat something right now. She's like, babe, no, we're, we're not hanging out. We're going to bed. Like she just really wants to have sex with him at this point. And I just need to mention really quick in her talking head confessional, she has those awful blue contacts that she wore in the first season. And yes, I'm guilty of doing the blue contact thing as well, but it just looks so fake and horrible. Gianni just keeps saying that he has to throw up first. He's like, I'll brush my teeth. I promise. We've all been there when you're super drunk and you know you're going to throw up, but you know you still have a little bit of time. You're like, okay, I probably got another like 20 minutes or so, but I need to puke. Like the, 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 the puke is coming up whether I want it to or not. So as they're going in the house, we see Mike going through the fridge. He's like, there's carrots I can chop up. There's some celery to chop up. And I'm just thinking, like, who the fuck is eating carrots and celery after a night at the club? Like, you need something whole, something greasy. Yeah. And meanwhile, Gianni is throwing up in the upstairs bathroom in Ronnie's bathroom that he has clogged the toilet in where he had a bloody, shitty ass in. Just so disgusting. It's like when you need to throw up or you go to make yourself throw up and then you like get a whiff of something or you like see a pube on the toilet seat or something like that and it just like all comes out. Disgusting. So meanwhile, while Gianni is puking his brains out, um, Jenny is in the bathroom, like in her room and Roger's sitting on her bed. And Ronnie wants to hang out with him, you know, possibly to get some ideas about how to abuse his girlfriend. I don't know. Um, but he's like, Roger's like, let me ask Jenny or else I won't get talked to for three days. He's like, I'm sorry, I just want to hang out with my friend Half Pint. <laughs> so Ronnie grabs Roger. They go outside. So outside, it's Roger, Ronnie, Sammy and Dina. They're all hanging out. Mike comes out. He's like, Yo, Roger, I'm making a chicken salad sandwich. You want one? He's like, yeah, man. Meanwhile, poor Jenny is now waiting for Roger upstairs in the smush room, um, which at this point, it's not even a real bed in there. I don't think I ever realized this before. It's literally just a mattress and a box spring. I don't know. Um, but she's wearing like booty shorts, a T-shirt and black thigh high boots. Um, so obviously she's just waiting to get fucked. Roger clearly likes it when she keeps the boots on, which is a disgusting image. I'm sorry for putting that in everyone's head, but Roger and Ronnie are talking and Roger's like, yeah, the last few days are brutal. And Ronnie's like, yeah, if my girlfriend complained as much as Jenny did, I'd probably lose my phone too. And they're just like dying laughing. Sam's giving him a look. And then just then... Jenny dropped something on Roger from the top of the balcony. It looked like a resistance band to me, like a workout band. So 
yeah that happened roger's like oh come on i'll be right there honestly if i were jenny i would be so fucking pissed like first of all i you wouldn't even know these people if it weren't for me i'm the one that invited you back to the house and now you're on camera basically laughing about how crazy of a girlfriend i am instead of coming to bed and you know getting it on with me it's just a very shitty move anyways Meanwhile, we see Snooki and Gianni in Snooki's room, and Gianni is absolutely hammered. Snooki keeps saying she just wants to have sex with him, and Gianni actually ends up passing out. He's like on one bed, she's on the other, and she's like, oh, that's it? You're just going to snore my ear all night? And Gianni's like so wasted he's like oh that's nice of my girlfriend to say to me and she's like your girlfriend you're my boyfriend you're supposed to be hugging me and kissing me right now and having sex with me you're not supposed to be passed out you're just a sucky boyfriend tonight you suck she's like yelling at him and I get they're both wasted and whatever but this is just another one of those scenarios if I if I can just say this just like imagine it was the other way around Snooki was the one who was wasted and just wanted to sleep and Gianni was the one screaming at her to have sex with him can you just imagine how that would go I'm just saying anyways so we see that happen the next morning Roger leaves Gianni leaves Snooki goes back to bed still in the pink dress she wore to the club might I add fucking disgusting that she does this all the time and I remember when the show was airing at the time I didn't even think twice about that I don't know if that was just my age or I don't know but it's really disgusting um and then so she goes back to bed Sam and Dina are talking about what they can do for the day that's something different and they want to go fishing slash crabbing and then all of a sudden, this is such weird editing here, all of a sudden, all the boys just come through the front door. Dina's like, me and Sam have a great idea. We're going to go crabbing, fishing, everything. And you can tell it's a completely different time of day. Like they're showered, they have fresh hair and makeup on, fresh outfits on, completely different than the 10 seconds before. So the house goes to this dock. It's like a tackle shop. Is that what that's called? Where they like sell you your fishing supplies or I guess you rent them. I have no fucking idea. So they're in this shop and there's like the tiniest little snack bar there, like just chips and stuff like that. And Jenny has the audacity to say, you guys don't have like cappuccino or espresso or anything like that, do you? And everyone's just laughing at her. They're like, Jenny, where do you think we are? right now like you're not gonna get a cappuccino so the house goes fishing Vinny catches a tiny little fish Jenny catches some crabs and Polly keeps going crabs are here and I personally think that's what they should have named the episode but I digress Mike lays on the dock to tan Vinny walks over puts a crab on him honestly I would never talk to somebody again if they did this to me just saying so the girls decide that they want to take this big, it's like a blow-up boat onto the water. Dina can't carry it. She's literally getting blown over. And Mike is like, whoa, 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 I got you, I got you. And he's like helping her up. And it was just a really funny moment because he's looking directly like at the camera slash producers and laughing. Um, and then the girls go out on this boat and they're paddling and they're both paddling the completely opposite ways. Everybody's like screaming at them from the dock to, to like, you guys got to paddle the same way. You're literally going in circles. Um, there was a part where they actually go under the dock and they come out on the other side. There's tons of waves. It's like not the 
type of day to do this. The water's too wavy. Um, Mike and Ronnie are like, okay, this is way too dangerous. We're going to grab the boat, let the air out of it. The girls are pissed because they don't realize that the guys are actually trying to help them. They think that Ronnie is trying to flip them. So they're like freaking out, like, stop ruining our fun, Ronnie. And then there's like this other boat in the water, just like a small little motorized boat, I guess. And they're trying to like grab on to that. But I don't know if like... I don't know what was sharp, but everybody was saying there were quote unquote sharp objects there. So I don't know if something was like sticking out of the boat or something I didn't catch, whatever. But everyone's like, it's sharp, it's sharp. And Dina's like, there's a shark? Just funny, classic Dina moment. So of course the boat that they're in ends up flipping and they go in the water. And it's like literally not a big deal at all. The water is literally three feet of water if that like Snooky can even stand very tall in this water that's how shallow it is um Snooky is worried about her water bottle of alcohol that kind of floated away and there's some guy named Steven I don't know who this guy is but he jumps in the water and he saves them which I don't understand why he needed to because they could walk in it as I said so now they're back at the house and of course we have to get a scene it's been a couple episodes now so we got to get you know another scene of Ronnie taking a huge shit of course the doors closed and everything Mike walks by the bathroom he can still smell it just walking past it which is fucking disgusting definitely a mix of the steroids the cocaine the alcohol we get a quick like two second scene of Dina Polly and Vinny at work and Danny goes up to Polly and he tells him that his stalker came in meaning Vanessa for me the stalker when I hear Polly's stalker I don't think of this girl I always think of Danielle as the stalker who do you guys think of um but Polly says she doesn't talk she stalks and then we get a scene of Snooky and Mike smoking together and Mike asks if Gianni is coming to Karma. Snooky said no, he has to work, but he's going to come on Saturday. Mike asks how their relationship is going. She said good. She wants to marry him. Mike says he's not right for you, Snooky. And she's like, well, why do you say that? And he's like, I just don't think he's established as a man. Cut to a talking head of Snooky. And this is clearly from the Italy season. She's clearly like... It's just from the Italy season. She's got the bow in her hair, the dress. It's like literally the same talking head that they've used so much. It's insane. And she's saying that mine and Gianni's relationship definitely isn't healthy. I'll tell you that. And then um, Mike's like, see, I'm overprotective of you. And Snooki's like, why? And he's like, I just don't want guys to take advantage of you. So I don't know. Mike's just being a dick here, clearly. But they're good because they go inside and they're playing this game. I have no idea what this game is called, but there's like these two balls on a string and like this bar thing and you have to throw it and get the balls to like stay on the on the thing. I have no idea what it's called. I'm so sorry, but they play this game. They decide to make a bet that whoever loses the game has to wear the bunny suit, a.k.a. Lola at Karma, only for the first 15 minutes. So Snooki goes first. She doesn't get any. And then when Mike goes, he's like, we only have to get one. We only have to get one. He said it like five times. Snooki's just ignoring him, like waving a towel in front of him. And then he gets it. And he's like, just one, just one. She's like, no, I thought we were doing a full game. It's like, he's literally saying before he even threw the thing that you only needed to get one, but whatever. 
um, there's a moment where Snooki just puts the head of Lola on with her dress and like her tits are out and everything. And Vinny says to her, which made me feel really sick. I might want to reconsider having sex with you. And the other reason why that made me feel really sick is because he's wearing a Machine Gun Kelly lace up t-shirt puke so everyone gets dropped off at karma Snooky has the bunny suit on mike meets some girl named stephanie who comes up and this is this could be in the running for one of the cringiest jersey shore moments of all time she comes up to him and she just straight up says i'm a dtf girl like i'm down for that and mike's like oh okay and then he like three-way makes out with her and another girl and then he like introduces the girls to Polly. It's just very cringy interaction. And like these girls just walked into Karma knew- knowing exactly what they were going to do. They're like, "We're going to fuck one of the Jersey Shore guys tonight. I know what I got to say." And to them it's just like so disgusting because they don't care who these girls are they don't even care if they like them or not like if a girl just says to them yes I will have sex with you it's like okay now I don't have to try or like even get a girl a drink or ask for her name like it's just so disgusting um meanwhile Snooky and Dina go to the boardwalk and eventually the beach they decide to hop the fence to get onto the beach and there's cops there and they tell them they can't be on the beach and Dina is asking the one cop to hold her hand she's wasted she's like slapping him on the shoulder like not aggressively but just like you know like playfully like I bet you're a really good time and the cops like please don't do that like come on like this was just very hard to watch it's definitely white privilege at its finest so then back at the house it's mike decides to call a cab for the girls and yeah it's it's always the thing that gets me it's always the cabs the next day or in this case i think it was still the same night and it's just like all right like thanks for the two pump dump we'll see you later it's just so gross so the next morning, um, everyone wakes up and Snooki says she's still drunk, but it's the kind of drunk where you you feel like ass. It's not fun. Definitely been there before. Um, the last time I remember like really feeling that way was, I don't know, it was probably like a couple years ago now, but I remember waking up after spending the night at my friend's condo we drank a lot of wine we were like drinking wine all day at wineries bought bottles of wine came back to her house like non-stop we're drinking so of course I stayed over and then the next morning like I'm the type of person that when I wake up the next day I just want to go home I don't like to hang around I want to be miserable in my hangover in peace and um so yeah that's what I did so I got in the car and I drove and literally like 10 minutes on being on the highway I'm just thinking like I really shouldn't be driving right now like I still feel drunk but I also feel like I could throw up at the same time like just we've all been there before and Snooki's cure for that obviously is to just keep drinking and that's honestly the only way you're not gonna feel like shit even though it's so gross if you think about it but Dina and Sam want to get their nails done. Snooki doesn't care. She just wants Ronnie to go to the bar with her. So that's what they do. And she tells Ronnie she'll be right back. She's like, keep drinking. I'll be right back. She runs off on the boardwalk and grabs this little motorcycle. 
it didn't say how much she ended up paying for it. It's one of those things that's supposed to be like a carnival prize, but I guess she just bought it off the person. And it's funny because it literally fits Snooky perfectly. It's like a normal size motorcycle for her. And of course, them being on the boardwalk, you know, they've got hundreds of people following them everywhere they go. It's just so bizarre that I feel like I always say this. I feel like they hit it as well as they possibly could have but it's just crazy it must have been absolutely insane to be down there I can't imagine how like the local people feel who like have owned businesses there for years and stuff like that before Jersey Shore happened everyone is probably super grateful because it brought in like tourists and all that stuff but at the same time it's like you know, it must be so annoying if you're just trying to like get to work and then you got to go there like early now because there's just crowds of people everywhere if they're filming and you can't fucking get anywhere. Okay, so where are we? So Mike, Polly and JWoww go to work and then Polly was just making me laugh. He's like, who's next? Screaming. And then JWoww notices Vanessa again She's like, she's so creepy. So Jenny's like, I need to talk to this girl. And it's like, this girl is not doing anything differently than what the other hundreds of people there are doing. Like everybody is standing around taking pictures of you guys, watching you guys work, all of that shit. Like the only thing that's different is she's wearing a Polly D hat and a Cabs Are Here t-shirt. Like leave the girl alone. Anyways, JWoww goes up to her and she's like, so what's the deal? what's in the bag and Vanessa like says there's a blanket in the bag and um it's it's very weird it's just like this whole scene here to me is just pure editing yeah I would love to talk to Vanessa and see how this went down but anyways now Snooki is back at the house she calls Gianni drunk Vinny walks over and puts the balls like from the game on her face and she screams right into the phone which it's not the second time that Vinny has been messing around with her when she's been on the phone with a boyfriend and she screams directly into the phone remember in Miami with Emilio and Gianni's like, okay, I'm hanging up now. And she's like, fine, hang up on me. Why? Because I want you. And he's like, because every time I talk to you, you talk over. And then she cuts him off again. She's like, well, sorry, I'm sexually attracted to you. And then he's like, just, okay, you're drunk. Like, I'll talk to you when you're sober, whatever. So she says bye to Gianni. And then she decides that she's going to hang out with Vinny for the rest of the day. So now we see her and Vinny walking around on the boardwalk together. And if you guys watch this episode, the song that they're playing in the background is totally a ripoff of like, new kids on the block get a bunch of hits, Chinese food makes me sick. It was like exactly like that, but it was like, me and my girl chilling in the summer. It was like very bizarre to me. I was like, did LFO have more than one song? That's interesting. Anyways, RIP to the one guy from LFO. Anyways, they go to the bar, this bar EJ's, they're playing pool, and then basically they just go to Aztec after he doesn't want to go, she's dragging him in, and then this scene was so bizarre, this is also definitely like a heavily edited scene, or like something was missing out for sure. So they walk into Aztec, there's music going or whatever, and they get shots, 
And then all of a sudden, Vinny's just like, I can't drink right now. And she goes to take the shots. And he's like, no, you you shouldn't drink those. Let's leave. And she's like, um, you can't just leave shots there. And they like have all these shots. It's just so weird. And she leaves them. She runs back like she's going to take one. And I get she's already hammered. She's been drinking nonstop since last night. But at the same time, the shots were like... um like a Swedish berry shot or like a porn star shot. Like it was red. It was like a fruity shot to me. That's like, you can drink one or two of those. It's not like she's drinking like straight tequila or straight whiskey or anything like that. So it was just really weird. And then her and Vinny leave the bar in a like, I don't know. They're editing this to seem like Vinny is taking care of her and he's like always the one that's gonna be there for her when in reality Vinny was always a fucking dick to her so you guys know how I feel I don't like this I like Gianni I don't like the Vinny narrative of it all and that's about it for this week's episode I only have three episodes left and I cannot wait to finish the season with hopefully some amazing guests. And I guess that's it for now, guys. I hope everybody has a fabulous week. Don't forget to join the Patreon where all the fun happens. And we'll talk soon. <laughs>